Welcome to Half Real, the show where I, your host Sakina, talk about basically whatever I want and hope to relax you in the process. So hi, this is my first episode in almost a year, no less, 10 months maybe, I'm bad at math, but anyway, today we're going back with a simple, fun, refreshing Q&A. I asked you guys to send me a few questions a year ago <laughs> for me to do this episode and I have gotten a few questions. So let's get started. The first question I got was, what is your favorite feeling? I like this question because I love feelings a lot. I like them more than ideas and concepts and thoughts because feelings are just magical and I'm always feeling. <laughs> um, so I thought a lot about this. And at first instinct, my, my immediate response would be excitement because excitement is what drives me, basically. Um, excitement is what wakes me up in the morning and is my number one motive in doing anything and everything. But on second thought, I realized that I love feeling at peace. Like when, when I'm not stressed. <laughs> which is sadly not very common, but, you know, I love the feeling of peace, the quietness in my head, which is quite different from excitement, but yeah, I'm torn between the two, either excitement or peace. Okay, the second question is, your proudest memory? Um, I went through a few memories and a common theme that I noticed is I feel the proudest when I face or tackle one of my fears so I tried going back to the earliest time that I faced a fear that I have my memory isn't really golden to be honest um, <laughs> I forgot the majority of my childhood and I feel like I only ever existed after 18 and like even then I forgot the early years of college but at least I existed back then in my mind um, but one memory that I remember very vividly in terms of emotion of pride was um, I've been scared of needles my entire life up until that point I think I was in 6th grade, so maybe about 12 years old and I did not allow any needle to come near me and I don't know how I got lucky enough to last that long as, you know, not an actual baby and avoid needles for that long, but I did and the more that I avoided them, the bigger the fear grew until um, 
it was time to get vaccinated in school. You know, the regular vaccinations that you get when you're a kid. And um, that day I decided that I, I had one, I had two options, either I resisted and eventually get forced to take the vaccine or I could just accept it and make the best out of it and that day I told the nurse that I'm very terrified and I asked her to um, to calm me down if she can and she was incredibly friendly and I feel like that's a that's a common experience that I have with everybody but especially um, healthcare professionals they're always extra gentle even though you know they deal with so many people throughout the day and if I were a healthcare person I wouldn't care about someone being scared of a needle you know like everyone is scared of needles but she was kind enough to calm me down and distract me and talk to me as she vaccinated me is that is that the term (laughs) anyway so um I remember walking back home that day feeling so amazing I finally faced the fear and it wasn't bad at all and I felt like I can conquer the world because you know if I can face this fear that I've had for so long then you know it's just a similar process just face any other fear be calm about it talk about it and whatever happens happens and surprisingly like 10 years later it still works this method of just being calm being open about it and things actually work out life is way more simple than what we think i think usually okay next question what is your definition of love um i had to really think about this one um i think i ask myself this question a lot um it comes down to care like when I genuinely care about a person that's when I know that I love them and when someone genuinely cares about me I feel like that's when I feel the love from their side and care can be can get manifested in different ways for example you know the five languages of love and whatnot but but I feel like personally, the one indicator that usually doesn't lie is when the other person does things that would ultimately hurt me or not. I think if someone would say something to me or do something to me that would hurt me, that probably means that I don't really genuinely love me enough and of course there are some exceptions like in moments of you know deep anger or you know if there was like a tense situation that would result into them saying saying something that would hurt me i would understand you know there are a few exceptions but you know just regularly treating me in a way that is toxic doesn't really translate into love 
which is obvious but that's the one thing that i keep in mind generally like if someone throughout our relationship in general cares about the way that i feel and the way that they make me feel then they probably love me <laughs> um the next question is what is your favorite animal my favorite animal is the octopus they are amazing creatures they are kind of like aliens i think i talked about the way that you know the octopus sees in the first episode of this podcast because i'm just so fascinated by them all the time i love watching shows about ocean life and this creature really fascinates me it's a cool animal it's i wouldn't want to touch one because they look so gross to touch but they are cool nonetheless and they're super smart um the next question wants me to talk about family um the way that i felt about family for the longest time has been very conflicted when i was younger um throughout my childhood as i grew up my relationship with you know different people in my family fluctuated from being really close and and then you know growing apart or things happening family tea family drama and i would go from extreme phases of really liking a few people in my family to you know not talking to them at all and it happened multiple times as i grew up so that made the way that i felt towards them very unstable but i was just a kid now as i grow up i realize more and more that my family is really cool like both sides of my family are quite chill to be honest like our relationships aren't horrific they're normal they're healthy in my opinion and it blows my mind it really blows my mind that these people love me for just existing why do you love me <laughs> why do you support me so much why are you there for me when i need you the most i just it's just because i exist you know it's, it's nothing that i personally offered or you know or my value as a per, as an independent person no it's just because i'm attached to this family they provide me with this love and care and <laughs> and support which is insane to me i mean i feel that way about my family i would support them i would die for them but i don't understand how they feel this way towards me um <laughs> yeah my family is cool especially now as an adult and you know i'm closer to the adults in the family it's much nicer than being kid drama um next question is do you believe in zodiac signs um so generally i'm a very logical person 
so um i believe in very little things that define personality so big five personality um indicators yes i believe in that because it's backed up by science and backed up by research but for example meyer briggs personality types i'm sorry but i don't think the entirety of human humans can be you know summarized down to 16 personality types i think that's just absurd and same things for zodiac signs um i don't think people can be you know categorized into 12 categories and that's it based on the month of birth so i don't believe in it that as in that aspect however with that being said there is something called the birth chart and it is where you put a tiny bit more details about your birth and it gives you a more detailed chart um and this type of astrology i i'm way more op- open to just because from my limited experience in birth charts it has been surprisingly accurate in in great detail like it's not generic it has a lot of detail and it's very accurate very surprising quite creepy if i'm being honest even though i could be biased <laughs> just having a bit of confirmation bias there but even if it wasn't right generally just looking into these details aspects of a birth chart and asking yourself the question of is this true or is this not true about me you know th- like this very detailed aspect of my personality is it true or not just asking the question like seeing the information presented to me and me having to confirm whether it's correct or not is good enough insight you know what i mean like if a birth chart tells me that hey when it comes to your love life <laughs> i don't know i'm just blurting out an example out of nowhere when it comes to your love life sakina you tend to look for people who are toxic to you because you find it fun I would look at that statement and think do I and in order to answer that question I would need to look more in depth into myself and the type t- the type of people that I'm attracted to and you know just sit down and face myself and the things that I like in order to answer that claim you know and that would give me very good insight into myself whether I agree with it or not so does that answer the question I don't believe in zodiac signs but astrology in general is not bad. It's cool. It's chill. And it can be incredibly helpful so I don't mind it. Next question. Why so much hate on country music? <laughs> um <laughs> So I got this question a year ago so I don't know what's been happening a year ago. 
I don't know what have I been up to and how did I present this image of myself. However, this is kind of true, yeah. Country music is my weakness. Because I try to pretend to be someone who is very open. Like all music is art and I accept art in all its forms. And, you know, I'm a person who would listen to everything and appreciate everything. (laughs) But when it comes to country music, I just cannot. I think I've been brainwashed by the media. Whenever I hear something that is country music, that sounds like country music, I just immediately get flashbacks of, you know, just just an image, the stereotypical image of country, which is, you know, extremely sexist white men who chew tobacco and <laughs> and drive trucks and, you know, are extremely rightists not that I know anything about politics but you know what I mean it's just not a cute image and I don't want to have it um yeah it's just me being very close-minded to be honest it's it's an issue in me not in the music old town old town road was kind of fun though so there's that the last question here says (laughs) I don't have a question, but I love you. I love you too. This comes from um, my little cousin. She just turned 18 last year. And she's one of the coolest people I know. She's so, she's so young, but I learned so much from her. And she minds her own business. And she's very focused on her interests. And she's very mature. And it's really cool to see. I think the young generation in general is very more aware, like way more aware than we were and the generation before us. And I think that's because of the internet. Um, but uh, but also like they're they're a cooler generation I think from us. And I have so much hope in them. Anyway, that was the end of it. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I, I only do this because you, the listener, actually gave me your time and are willing or is willing to listen to whatever bullshit that I'm saying right now. (laughs) You are very cool. I probably love you so much statistically speaking (laughs) Um, yeah let me know if you agree with me let's let's have a conversation thank you again and i'll hopefully see you soon okay bye